Welcome to the Cleaning for Profit podcast, the podcast that helps you get started in your own cleaning business. For more information on starting your own cleaning business, visit cleaningforprofit.com. Hi there, my name is Tom Watson, and I'm going to be walking you through this episode. Today's episode is titled, Happy Can Be Hard to Come By. As you grow your cleaning business, you will learn that not all customers will be happy customers. There's many reasons for this. To be brutally honest, some are fixable and some are not. It's just life. Now, in my experience, most problems are the result of a lack of communication from the start, either on your part, their part, or some combination of the two. With that said, unhappy customers will manifest themselves in different ways. Sometimes what the customer asks for of you during the bidding process is not really what they want done. For instance, they may say they just need light cleaning. You soon realize that light means more that more than they're letting on. I mean, you may be uh, asked to vacuum the carpet behind the desk that's located in the room that you are never ever supposed to clean under any circumstances. This stuff happens. That what people ask of you will change. Their memory will be different than what they remember asking you to do. Now, at other times, the person that walked you through and told you what needs to be cleaned has no real clue as to what the cleaning requirements actually are. In this case, you're going to be making the person who walked you through happy, but that person isn't the one who's cutting the check. So that's not a good situation to be in. You're making the wrong person happy. You know, the, the, the boss gets somebody else to walk the person through and says what needs to be done. This person walks you through and tells you what they think needs to be done, but it doesn't match up with what the boss wants done. That's the problem. This kind of stuff happens. Now, some other examples may be customers who want the floors done on your hands and knees because that's the only way to do it right i mean that's like you know something that happened uh, 50 years ago it's not going to happen nowadays but you're going to run across people that are going to say hey why can't you do it on your hands and knees um or the blinds they got to be taken down and washed individually like you know that's something that can be done in five minutes it's just not it's not something that uh, is going to be part of a regular bid some other people may ask you to hey sweep all the the front porches so that we don't track any leaves in or any of this in or any of that in and again that's not something that's normally part of the routine uh i've also had people ask me to you know spot the carpet with you know bring in the carpet truck to just clean you know the bad spots every now and again you know that's something that if it once in a great while if they were a fantastic customer maybe i throw them a bone and do that but that's not going to be part of the regular routine that's for sure and this list kind of goes on and on and, and it's not meant to scare you it's just meant to say hey that, that, that this will happen over the course of your career and just to be mentally prepared for it now the only problem with these demands like i said is that they were never discussed during the bid so if people want them regularly done going forward that's something that you got to talk about you can't just start doing it you know if you just cave into the demand then you're working for free and that's that's never a good idea if it's only going to add a few minutes no big deal if it's going to add any type of significant amount of time regularly then it's got to be charged for now having an unhappy customer certainly is not your goal but how do you tackle this now like i mentioned earlier Some problems are fixable and some aren't. Whether or not a particular customer becomes happy depends on just how far they will dig in their heels. 
not to mention how you handle it. It's a little bit of a combination. Now, a great way that I found to diffuse these misunderstandings is just to refer to the work schedule that was created in the first place. This assumes you carefully constructed one that mirrors what they wanted at that time. Because this is a powerful tool to actually have in your hand uh, what was agreed upon. You just have to tactfully discuss the issues that are being raised and how they weren't mentioned at the time of the bidding. And having the bid in front of you while you discuss this is important. You know, it easily gives you something to refer to. You just state that you're looking at the agreement. And I don't see any mention of these issues being addressed during this time. And that, you know, if you want it done now, we're going to have to factor in a price to that. Yeah. Now, you do want to make sure you leave an out for the other party by mentioning that you'd be happy to work up a price to address this increased responsibilities. You don't want to say, hey, we didn't agree to this and we're not doing it. It's really, you got to phrase this the right way. you got to say, hey, we're happy to put together a price. Just let me uh, take a look and see how long it would take us to do this. We'll, we'll be fair with you. You know, that's all you have to really do. Um, most people understand that misunderstandings can occur. And, you know, as long as you try to straighten it out, you know, everything's going to be fine. But like I said earlier, some are going to dig their heels in and just continue to complain. Maybe not about those issues that they first brought to your attention. But sometimes they may shift to now what you're supposed to do and claim that, oh, you're not doing that good either. Uh, You're just going to have to muddle through and find your way on those individual circumstances as they arise. It doesn't happen all that often, but you're going to run into people that do that. Now, at the end of the day, communication is the most important thing in the world. Go over the work schedule line by line with the customer before ever starting work. You know, just try to keep everybody on the same page. This is what we're going to do, and, you know, the more you do that, the better off you're going to be. This is going to prevent most of these type issues from ever arising. you got to get at in front of these things. Uh, you know, when I was new, I didn't. And that's why I had these issues crop up more than I should have. But if you just stay in front of these issues, you're going to be just fine. Anyway, this wraps up our episode of Happy Can Be Hard to Come By. I hope you found it interesting, and thanks for listening. Be sure to check back next week for our next episode. For more information on how to start your own cleaning business, I encourage you to visit my blog at cleaningforprofit.com. Just click on the blog section for my latest posts. Should you have any questions or comments about this episode, just visit the website and go to the contact me page. I look forward to hearing from those of you that touch base, and I'll talk to the rest of you next week. Thanks again for tuning in.